Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. We still got a good show ahead for you. We're going to be speaking with Dina Martin, Andrew McCarthy, Patricia Miller, Senator Alphonse D'Amato. But right now we have on the line with us Charlie Gasparino. My goodness, what did oil close at today? It was pretty bad. It was like one. 125, 126. Oh, boy. Charlie, where the heck are we going? <laughs> uh, well, I think we're going higher with oil. Um, uh, you, you know, I, when you look at these markets, to me, it seems like there's a degree of um, optimism here. I, I, maybe it's misplaced or maybe not. But this is not a, a, a market that thinks the end is coming and we're getting $150 a viral oil. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that this is a market that is suggesting that maybe Putin bit off too much he can chew. Maybe this ends positively for the Ukraine and he has to pull out. I'm not saying I agree with it, but it's 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 really – it is kind of interesting. The markets were only off 180 points today. Mm-hmm. We're still trading well above 32,000. Um, the economy is still kind of strong. I guess the, the real question is this, though, and this is where it gets kind of dicey. In the past, the Fed would not have to worry if it was raising interest rates in this envi- in, in a normal environment. It wouldn't have to worry about you know global instability. That makes the Fed's job in taming inflation a lot harder, and it, it, it makes it really tricky. Like they can, you know, if you you go too hard on on interest rate increases, you can literally plunge us into a recession. Uh, if you don't, you know, you got inflation, but inflation is going to rage out of control. So. Um, you know, it's buyer beware out there. I, I, I'll tell you, if I, if I, I don't tell people what to do, but if I made a lot of money in stocks over the past two years, I, I would get be getting defensive now. I don't see why not. Well, you're also uh, at a hundred. If, uh, if it maintains 120, 125 dollars a barrel, that equates to seven dollars a gallon for gas. And John, can yeah. you explain to the American people that we're seeing with the price we're seeing now per gallon per? What does that translate to at the pump, and when does that $7. happen? Seven dollars. But how soon can we see it? Because that probably you... uh, by well, what's today, March eighth. Eighth. You see it by uh, thirty days, forty days from now. So then, how how is the Biden administration continuously blaming Putin for the prices that we're seeing when he doesn't have a clue? <laughs> he doesn't have we a clue. That, and right? and the fact that we're buying from Venezuela, that's a subsidiary of uh, of the Russia right now. And, you know, Venezuela, and, if, you know, if you know anybody that's been to Venezuela and know about the Venezuelan oil market, it is really the least environmentally um, uh, uh, compliant country in terms of drilling. It is it, it, they, they really destroy the, the environment there. Uh, with their oil, uh, with their oil exploration and, and drilling, and, and it, it is just so ironic that these lefties in the Biden administration is saying they're like, oh, we can't drill here, we can't frack here, even though our fracking and oil companies do the, do, do the utmost to protect the environment. Let's go to Venezuela, which is literally polluting left and right, uh, and not only that, it's um, 
it's like a it's a satellite of the of Russia of Russia. I mean, it's it's really bizarre. Complete and these the, the Biden administration is is one of the, it's one of the administrations I've ever seen. It's a president that gets mad at you when you ask him easy questions. It's uh, it's an administration that does everything they can to lose, including you know waiting forever to to ban oil exports from from Russia, and it's an administration that won't take the gloves off if they really want to do this and let us drill for our own oil. And it's an administration that's what rushing to cut a deal with Iran. Well, I mean, right, Russia, yeah, I mean it's Iran. crazy. I mean, Russia, U.S. is using Russia to cut a deal with Iran. Uh, we gave back uh, a, a terrorist from Guantanamo, Guantanamo to uh, Saudi, Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia was very close partnership with Russia when oil was down to $20 a barrel. I mean, this is, uh, you know, the the average American doesn't really see the global chess game that's going on, except, you know, everybody else has a full chess game and we have a couple of uh, checkers. Yeah, it really is. We we have such weak leadership. It's it's scary. Um, you know, um, William Barr has a great book out about his his long career in, in, as a public servant, including uh, his years as uh, Donald Trump's um, attorney general. And, you know, he he's got, has obviously grave misgivings about about Donald Trump. But in a one to one, if it's a progressive in Trump, he's, he says he got to vote for Trump because these people are really they just want to. Do, I mean, they, they, they don't have just, a clue. They're living on another. They're living on another planet. You know, Charlie, I was on Maria's show yesterday. And I suggested that the ideal thing for the president of the United States to do is put together Canada, United States, and Mexico in one room and make a, a North Atlantic uh, treaty, uh, energy treaty, and because we can probably produce 15 million barrels a day and be self-sufficient. I know. And, you know, listen, climate is – climate being, being aware of the climate and worrying about – uh, and trying to move towards a zero carbon uh, 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 emissions world is, is a noble goal. The, the question is, how fast do you do it? Do you do it like 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 the Biden administration and the environmentalists want to do it, like overnight, um, or do you do it in a transitionary phase? I mean, it was really an absurd spectacle watching Pete Buttigieg, the uh, transportation secretary, and Kamala Harris, the vice president, out there, you know, jumping around and clapping about uh, about electric vehicles. It's a circus. Um, it, it's a circus. Now, first of all, electric vehicles are expensive. Most you can't even get one now. It's harder to get. And here's what you, what people forget: to, to build an, to, to have an electric vehicle, you need a battery, right? Yep. You need certain minerals in that battery, including cobalt. Guess who, uh, like, has been hoarding all those minerals over the last five years? China. So instead of I mean, think about that, we're going to be beholden to China. And that's how stupid they looked when they were dancing around talking about electric vehicles and clapping. I mean, it was really a, a comedy. It was really it was a clown show. They they have no idea what it takes to build an electric vehicle. Even Elon Musk is is, is laughing at this whole as, as at this massive embrace of electric vehicles. He's saying that he runs Tesla. He's saying, you know, you got to move transition to that. You can't do that overnight. Yeah, I mean, we can do it over 20, 30 years. You can't do it tomorrow morning, you know? And you need fossil no. fuels to fuel the factories, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you need, uh, you know, uh, 
natural gas. I mean, it's, just, it's such a it is really, it is really, it is really an absurd thing when when uh, when Elon Musk is saying you can't do this overnight. You're going way too fast, and he's an electric vehicle proponent. Charlie, um, if your brother says to you, "What do I do in the market?" What would you tell him? My brother's, you know, my brother's the chairman of medicine at Brooklyn Hospital. He's the most um, uh, least aggressive behave, investor in the world. So you have to know your client's risk tolerance. His, his is very low. I would say if you, I would not be putting money to work in stocks right now. I would uh, be careful. I mean, it's not a lot of places you could be right now because bonds are getting crushed on inflation fears, and stocks are getting crushed on uh, on higher interest rates. So. I think it's it, you know you know I I you know I like muni bonds just because they're triple tax free you know not New York but, City uh, you sure they're going to pay? I don't think we're going out of business okay. yet. <laughs> you know we only missed back in the seventies one I think one interest payment right? Yep. Yep. Uh, it wasn't like the whole thing cratered. Um, but we did go into technical default. There's, there's no doubt. Yeah, but about you that. had strong. But in those days, during that crisis, you had some, common, common, you had some common sense people. You had, you had an effective governor. You had effective state legislative leaders. Uh, yeah, you had, had the Carey. unions and the Rockefeller you had, family. You had Hugh Carey. Right. You had the banks that all got, got together. The Rockefellers were part of the banks. Was as you know, they I think they were at Chase or or C- yep. was a chemical yep. Chase Chase. Chase. Um, yeah, Chase, uh, David Rockefeller. So, you know, yes, you did have more of a civic-minded approach, um, and, you, and you didn't have the far left of the Democratic Party controlling the Democratic Party. Remember back then, the people that were running for mayor were people like Abe Beam, Mario Cuomo, Herman Badillo, who was a longtime libertarian Ed Koch. moderate. Ed Koch. Go down the list. Uh, Bill Buckley every now and then would pop in. Uh, you had Buckley's brother, you know, running around in state politics. So, and of course, the great Hugh Carey, who was a very effective governor. People forget how effective he was. He was very good. Um, you know, we don't have his that only now. mistake so is he married a Greek. <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah, no faith in government. Great. I don't think anyone has faith in our government right now. Going from yeah. the top all the way to the bottom. I mean, you watch Biden. You watch a Secretary of State. You know, I don't think any of them really know what's going on. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. A guy that is as talented as Andrew Cuomo, which he is talented and he's a smart dude, uh, just unravels like he unraveled. And, you know, and a lot of that was to, is his doing, you know, his, you know, obviously. His, he's running. That, he's running for governor running. again. I'd take him over what we got, wouldn't you? Well, probably. He signs off on this bail law. Yeah, I know. That was he really did, bad. He did sign the bail law. That's correct. Yeah. No, we well, need, we got to take Zeldin. we got to take a break. We have Dina Martin. You remember the famous Italian uh, Dean Martin's daughter, right on? And it's International oh. Women's Day today, so I have oh, to hang amazing. up on Charlie Gasparino and, and bring right. in Dina Martin. Thank I, you, Charlie. I, I I give it to Dina. Thank you. <laughs> See you guys.